0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and today we talk to Jessica Domingo, a fast-rising young star, still in high school, but on her third release with millions of YouTube views. And we also talk to the hard-traveling, golden-voiced Mary Schultz, who's Return to Music Friday to kick off her summer tour, so stay tuned. And I should also let everybody know that we are our syndicator is having troubles with our uh, our jukebox, and we may not be able to play music. Unfortunately, uh, it looks like we're not going to be able to play any music today because when we Try to, just nothing happens, and our engineers are working on it. I've got a big box up on my screen here that says
2: our engineers
1: are working on a solution for the audio file issue. In the meantime, a quick fix, and then um, we've done the quick fix, our producer's done the quick fix, and nothing happens. So it doesn't look like we're going to be able to play music today, but we're going to try. Anyway... Uh, We also, I hope that uh, the problem doesn't extend into our guests calling in. We do have various guests that are supposed to call in today, and uh, so far we don't see a problem in there, but uh, I am a little worried about that. In any case, we're going to try. We're going to try once more. Nope, it looks like we can't even run commercials, (laughs) This is going to be a problem, all right, and uh, my producer and the engineers are working on it, but apparently there's not much we can do about it. So we're going to have to do a music show today without any music. Well, things like this go wrong all the time. Uh, incidentally, we're supposed to have a special guest who should be calling in any minute. That's uh, Mitre. Mitre, of course, has been on the show before. He's a young Mexican uh, singer, songwriter, composer, and uh, he's uh, got a new single out, and he's done that single, he's produced that single with our one of our other friends of the show, um, Irene Diaz. So as soon as uh, Mitre calls in. We will talk to him about it. In the meantime, we have a copy of the single. It's called Casi en Recuerdo, but um, unfortunately, we can't play it. <laughs> oh, boy, this is really uh, um, difficult. I'm not quite sure how we got our theme music to run. That, Of course, that's on automatic. That just goes on automatically. We have no control over that in the studio, but uh, right now, apparently, all of the studio controls are down. I hope they just don't Start immediately. Um, I'm waiting to see. I, I'm just hoping that we're not having a problem getting our guests to call in because uh, of the uh, the jukebox problem. The, the the device that that runs our music is called a jukebox. You know, you don't remember what jukeboxes are, and uh, we. We spend a Thursday loading music into the jukebox and testing it uh, frequently. We get music off of uh, downloads that the uh, agents and uh, managers send us or the artists themselves send us. And sometimes they come out as WAV files and we have to convert them to MP3 files. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. But uh, by the time the show starts, we have all the songs lined up on the jukebox in order. So when uh, a guest comes on, um, I can just give a little signal to the producer, and the producer can uh, start the song at the level in which we want it to start and, and go from there. Unfortunately, uh, apparently that's not happening today, and uh, nobody's really sure what it is. And um, I'm not sure where our guests are either, and this is very uh, embarrassing. Um, I talked to them all by t- by phone either yesterday or today, so they know they're supposed to call in. And I'm afraid that what may be happening is that whatever the problem is with the jukebox is more than just with the jukebox. So we're going to try another workaround here. No, the workaround doesn't work around either. So, you know, usually in a situation like this when we're looking for a guest and, and uh, we, we haven't seen the guest show up on our control board, the um, the guest – uh, we we play an ad or play some music, while we go find the guests, but uh, we're not going to this time. I'm not quite sure what's happening, so we may just have to cancel the show. You know, if we can't find our guests. But in any case, uh, we're gonna. I, I hate to do this to you, but we're gonna have to have some um, dead air. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Here we are. We have a guest that uh, has just come on. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi,
3: Patrick.
1: <laughs> yeah, hello there. Hello there. You know, uh, we I was just telling our audience, uh, we're having some serious problems here with our, our, our no, we aren't, but our syndicator is having some serious problems, uh, but um, we're trying to fix them. So I'm going to put you back on hold for a second because we have a guest coming on. So don't go away. Stay there, okay? All righty. Hello, Mitre?
2: hello patrick
1: well thank you for calling in i uh, i was just telling our audience that we're having some problems with our uh our, our syndicators having some problems with our jukebox our jukebox is actually in a, a a server in some other city at uh handled by uh another company and uh for they're not uh finding ways they, they can't play music which is kind of difficult if you're a music show so we, we we're gonna of your new song but we can't right now so why don't you tell us about it you just released a, a new song
2: yes um the new single is uh, called casi un recuerdo it is uh, a featuring with irene diaz that uh, is a wonderful singer-songwriter from l.a and I, i'm really excited because it's the first single of the new album uh, you can pre-order the album buying the single in itunes and all digital stores The album comes out in June 16. That is in two weeks, and we're pretty excited about it.
1: I imagine so. Now, now you've worked with Irene Diaz, who's featured on the album with you. You've worked with her before, haven't you?
2: Yes, I met her uh, here in Pasadena, where she was playing uh, for a BMI event, and. the first time that I saw her actually was in New York City when I was playing and she was in the audience. And then I, I watched her play and I fell in love with, with her music as well. So it, it it has been like a really interesting road of collaborations and, and, and music.
1: Well, one thing, of course, that you're known for is your collaboration with a lot of people. I mean, I've seen you live several times now. And there's always other people on stage you are very generous, and it all works very well. So you must do a lot of rehearsals with a lot of different people.
2: Yes, but I have a lot of fun with it. I mean, um, always uh, trying to innovate and, and share uh, music in this path is, is very uh, interesting because you grow a lot as an artist sharing your music with what they could uh, bring up to in the in the table, you know. Well,
1: it, w- it works very well now. Um, the, uh, do you have any live performances coming up, Mitri?
2: Yes, uh, I will be opening for Ali J's uh, video release on June 13 at the Civic Center Studios, 8 p.m here in downtown L.A. And then I will be performing in the Levy Pavilion in MacArthur Park on July 10th for a BMI event. That uh, will be great because it's a free event, and you can come with your family and have a picnic there with a wine. Or and I will be playing with full band, so stay tuned. for okay, that. Okay, well, and
1: that's going to be a big event, I, I know.
2: Uh, is there a, a place on the web where people can go
1: and... See your upcoming uh, dates and also get information on downloading your your album and your new song.
2: Sure, you 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 can go to my website that is mitre dash music dot com or my social media in Twitter I'm mitre mx in Facebook mitre musica in Instagram mitre music and uh, as I said uh, you can find the new single and pre-order the album on iTunes. Uh, and all digital stores as Spotify, Google Play, Amoeba, et cetera.
1: You're all over the place. Well, Mitre, thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to do my best to uh, just to see you uh, live uh, at the Civic Center Studios on the 13th and maybe even out at uh, MacArthur Park. So let me remind everybody, once again, that's Mitre, and uh, the new song is uh, Casi Un, un Recuerdo, and it's with our other friend, uh, Irene Diaz and go to iTunes and download it. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have the wonderful golden voiced Jessica Domingo. So stay with us. Jessica, you're there. Hello. Hello. Uh, before we 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 talk uh first of all I, I we have not yet solved our music problem our syndicator is uh engineers are running around uh with throwing wrenches at, at computers at this point and so we may mm-hmm. not be able to play any music they're still working on it so i'll let you know but in the meantime but but you know but before we we uh, start talking about your music i want to uh i want to introduce you to to our audience Uh, 17-year-old Seattle pop singer and YouTube sensation Jessica Domingo is probably the busiest girl in music anywhere. She's reduced. She's released two CDs, she's garnered more than 2 million views for her video cover of Thinking About You, and she was a semi-finalist for the worldwide unsigned-only music competition. And, on top of that, she manages an extensive YouTube channel, and she goes to high school. Right? Her 2014 West Coast tour was sold out at every gig, and she continues to perform in Seattle and on the festival circuit, and this January... She released her latest EP, Masterpiece, produced with the multi platinum Grammy Award winning producer Mikhail Blue at the Revolver Recording Studios right here in Los Angeles. But best of all, she's right here with us on Music Friday. Jessica, welcome back to Music Friday Live.
3: Hello, thank you for having me today. Really excited to well, be we just, speaking with you. Just,
1: <laughs> well I I I hope we get we get the 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 uh the server working uh, so we can play some of your music otherwise people are just going to have to buy it but uh we, and they should anyway. We uh, we just right. barely got to talk with you last week so for, thanks to for taking the time for a full interview today. Uh you're not cutting class to be here, are you?
3: No, I do I'm not cutting any classes today. Um actually on a break, so I I definitely do have time.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know how you managed to do all those things. Uh, one of which, of course, is you have this new EP out, it, Masterpiece. Now, right yes. away, I have a question. Yes. Why do you call it Masterpiece? Do you really want to tell the world that you've produced your Masterpiece at age 17?
3: Yes. I I definitely kind of was Just The reason why I called it Masterpiece was, um, well, when I first created the song, I was just on my ukulele and just a quote of the first line of the song, it it just like went to me and I kind of was like, this is something that I want to talk about. I want to speak about um, how everyone is their own masterpiece and everyone has their own way of showing that they are important and they should have confidence and to... Basically, being inspiration, I feel like everyone is their own masterpiece, everyone is their own canvas to paint on, and I thought that was a kind of concept I wanted to draw towards, and um yeah, it's just kind of about yourself and how you are special to this world.
1: Well, so we want to make sure that people understand that even though this is called Masterpiece, this is not the pinnacle of your career. You've still got a lot of, uh, of, uh, years to go. All right. I've, right, I've, yeah. I've asked my, I've asked my producer and, um, he's telling me that we, we still aren't able to play music that the apparently it's a connection between the jukebox, which is in another city. Uh, and, uh, Our control panel here so unfortunately we're not going to be able to play it so where do people get their own copy of it
3: yes they are able to um you can purchase it on itunes or you can have um, uh, your own copy on uh, jessicadomingo.com under the store section and you can also have it signed
1: so people can get a signed copy from you
3: Yes, they can. And they could, if there's so, like a note, additional note, they can ask for anything to say on it or just their name on it. Um, that's something that I really wanted people to have for the copy. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, that must be a lot of work. Uh, I, I hope you have some company someplace who's sending out all those autographed uh, copies, but you still have to autograph yeah. them. And uh, given your fan base, <laughs> you made – do a lot of autographing.
3: <laughs> yeah, actually I do all the like packaging myself, so it's it's not too bad of a process. I actually really enjoy kind of just making it like the C D the person that bought it their own kind of thing, to make it I guess more special. So I still wanted to do for masterpiece.
1: Well, this, this kind of brings up an interesting question. Um, you mm-hmm. do a lot of live performances, which requires booking and logistics and traveling and all that. You record, and I understand you're going back into the recording studio. You manage two video sites and uh, social media and all of that. Uh, plus, you write you you know take some time every now and then to write some songs um are, are you a little corporation? I mean, is there a whole team of people who uh, work with you on all this stuff?
3: Um, I definitely have a, a team behind me. I It's kind of just like something that we've recently been starting, and it's kind of like a straight team that we have. Um, my manager plays a huge role in uh, contacting people that want to book me for shows, and um, my dad has a bunch of people that he meets that um, – he offers for any type of um local shows as well that that's really helpful, and my street team is kind of there just pushing out the word that I have either a new video it uh the album is out and um kind of kind of just word of mouth for everything it
1: well where uh how do people join your street team? Are you still there? we lose you?
3: Oh, hello. For the street team. You said.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, how how, how can people team. join your street team?
3: Uh, they could uh, just log on to my website at jessicadomingo.com, and it has all the information uh how to join the movement. Um, it's just basically contacting um, my manager and just typing up uh, their interest in being a part of the team.
1: And, and can they get a T-shirt that says they're part of your street team?
3: Yeah, that's something that we've uh, we've kind of been, like, putting together, like, a whole package of being part of the Jessica Domingo street team kind of thing. And um, it requires, like, attending a few meetings here and there and uh, selling merch and just simple things like that uh, that we're still building on for the street team.
1: Well, that'll be fun. Uh, I, I can just see... Uh, <laughs> Uh, hordes of people showing up at your live shows wearing wearing your t-shirts and speaking of live shows we've got a couple of emails in here we've got gary in san francisco who wants uh, me to ask you if you can stop in san in san francisco on your way to southern california next time you go on tour
3: Ooh, that would be that's an awesome request i I definitely would like that. I'm actually going to be um, in California in a few, I think it's on June 29. Um, I think we're just going to be having like a little road trip down there uh, for recording, and yeah, that's something that I would like to do. I stopped in San Francisco actually uh, for a show on my tour last, summer and it was like my, one of my favorite places to go to <laughs> well it's, it's, since
1: since now you you've you've let it slip that you're going to be coming down to southern california you should also try and arrange something in los angeles
2: oh
3: yeah that's no actually yeah that's that's where i'm heading towards um uh, or on oh, the 29th it's, it's something that i do
1: all right. Well, you know, even though we well, oh, we've got a new email here, and it's from Cindy in New York City, and I agree with you, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy writes, "Oh no, no music once again. Tell us where we can buy it. I'll go right now and get one." So, give her the address again.
3: <laughs> oh, you could purchase it at Jessica dot com for a physical copy. Um, you could purchase the.
1: Are, you're you're cutting out. Are you on a cell phone by any chance, Jessica? Looks like we've uh, we've lost Jessica. I suspect that Jessica's on a cell phone, which makes life a little difficult. Boy, the Grimlands are out today. We have no music, right? And, and we're losing our guest, Jessica. You still there?
3: Oh, hello. Yes.
1: Hi. Uh, are you on a cell phone, Jessica? Yes.
3: I am it's, a, that, it's kind of cutting off a bit from I get like would say something and then it stops for it a few it, it is
1: Our, um maybe uh generally if if you stay in one place you'll keep all your bars and we won't have that problem and uh, so anyway we had a um a uh, a request from a, a listener who wants you to repeat once again where where she can buy your music
3: Oh Okay, you could definitely buy my music at com. if you would like a physical copy and have it signed. You can stream it on Spotify, and um, you could also purchase the album on iTunes and CD Baby and Amazon.
1: Okay, and we have another one. Uh, We have an email here from uh, Miligra in San Diego, and Miligra says, uh, you said you would be in San Diego. Will you be playing here live?
3: Uh, I actually that that one is something that we've been arranging at this moment. uh it will be there specifically for recording, but um if any opportunities happen over there, which happens usually uh for my producer um I will definitely update everyone about that on my social networks and just announce the dates and whatnot.
2: Okay,
1: well that that means that all of you out there, including me in San Diego, what you want to do is you want to go to her website, join her street team, follow her on Twitter, sign up for email updates so you'll know. Now, I I know that you've been singing for years since you were 12 or even younger and you have a way of controlling your voice so that it sounds kind of sensual and languid. Is that just the way you sound or have you had voice training?
3: Uh um, I had voice training when I was 12 years old um, and that's kind of just how I was inspired or influenced by so many artists that I listened to when I was younger and um, I guess that's how I kind of grew to find my voice and to um, have my own like unique taste to it. Um, I definitely had (laughs) vocal coaches before that has really trained me on that uh, for a while, yeah.
1: We're talking with uh, Jessica Domingo about her new EP, Masterpiece. And you can talk with her. You can call here at three four seven two one five seventy four eleven, or if you're sitting at work with your phones on, you can't call. You can email. A lot of people are emailing, so feel free to email us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Now, I understand, Jessica, that that. Um, As you said, your album is available at your website, iTunes, uh, Amazon.com, etc. But you've also made the first song available for free, which tells me that you're kind of a strategic thinker, and you've garnered millions of YouTube views for your cover songs, uh, two million in one case, uh, half a million for Material Girl. Is this a deliberate strategy uh, to use videos, or was it a deliberate strategy to use videos of covers to introduce yourself and build a fan base?
3: Yeah, that was definitely kind of my motive. I I actually just did YouTube for just the fun of it. I I was, like, in high school, like, in my sophomore year, I just wanted to post videos up of songs that I liked and, and covered them and just did it, and I just got views from it. So it's something that I was, it was I was surprised that I was able to build a fan base and um, introduce the music that I wanted to make my own.
1: Does that mean that when you posted those videos, you you hadn't really planned on being a professional musician and building a fan base like that?
3: Yeah. And the cover just blew up, and I was just I had no intention of that. I I kind of just did it just to just because I liked singing and. It was something that I wanted to do and just be a part of YouTube, so it, it definitely was no intention, but it's something that really grasped my my want into being a musician.
1: Well, it, it, it seems to have worked rather well. I think we have a caller on the line, uh, and unfortunately, because of the, the complications uh, with our jukebox, we can't screen call, so here it goes. Okay. Hello, caller.
0: Patrick. Hello. Patrick.
1: Want to? Uh, oh, uh, hang on a second. Um, we. Uh, I, th- I this is Mary, right?
3: Yes, it is.
1: Okay, Mary. Why not uh, you? Uh, uh, hang on a second. We're having technical problems, so we can't screen calls, which is why we we zip them. But uh, just hang on a second. Okay. We've got a, a, a very interesting interview going on. For those of us uh, for those of you who are listening uh when we lost our um, our ability to play music we also lost our ability to screen calls so when a number shows up on our call board we're not sure who it is and usually you know my producer can do that but uh the way it works now we can't so uh uh there may be a ca- occasional interruptions uh like that well uh, back to Jessica uh, Jessica the uh the video for your song Just Vibe shows you not only singing but also writing what appears to be a very sophisticated piece of music and running a full scale recording board. Now, where did you learn those skills?
3: Um, for the video, I definitely was playing most of the instruments for it, for Just Vibe. Uh, but that I kind of started putting my own stuff together. I definitely didn't start using like a huge board, but um, using the. Um, Apple's Garage Band, I started using that to record stuff, but obviously in the studio of the Just That Music video was kind of just like me playing the song and me messing around with the board and playing different instruments. Uh, those skills kind of came from just exper- experience and um, having guitar teachers teach me how to play a bunch of instruments, and it was just all for, from experience as I grew up I kind of had my dad just had mentors for me and it it was something that I was really influenced by and was interested in when I was younger and it grew on me and I definitely one day want to be a producer and it's something that I've been thinking about lately
1: well, that's a, a very smartly crafted piece of music. It it, it walks a line between jazz and R and B, and it captures the best of both yeah. genres, which acts, which is not easy. Uh, and the lyrics are kind of like haiku poetry with interior rhymes and interior rhythms. So you seem to have, have caught those skills quite nicely. But I do have a question. The the words, uh, one of the lines in there, um, you're like the music that keeps me going, like a refrain. Re- repeats and flowing as he eases my pain i stop and smile for a while it sounds like you're talking to one person about another person is that what's going on there hello hello it it sounds like you're talking to one person about another person is is that what's actually going on there
3: <laughs> it's kind of like an analogy of the music and a person um, that's kind of, like, musically oriented. Um, I definitely wanted to make it sound like I was talking about my love for music, but also I could talk about my love for a person that loves music as well. So that was kind of, like, uh, my backstory of what I wanted to be versed and courses to sound like and to be about it, it- well,
1: it, it, it worked very well, and I love the, the interior rhythms in, in your uh, lyrics. Well, we yes. must be having fun thank because you. we're out of time. Right? Even without music, oh. we've been having fun. So, Jessica, so this has been a delight. I, I mm-hmm. want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today.
3: No problem. Thank you so much for having me for this. I really enjoyed speaking with you, Patrick.
1: And next time, we'll do it with music. That's Jessica Domingo, and the new EP is Masterpiece, and it lives up to its name. You can find it at www.jessicadomingo.com, and you can see her tour schedule there. So catch her live if you can. Well, normally about this time, we take a break, and we play some commercials, but uh, because of the technical difficulties our syndicators having, we can't play any commercials. That's the bad news. The good news, however, is that that gives us a little more time with our next guest, uh, Mary Schultz. So, before we do that, however, there is a commercial I do want to read, and it's about our main sponsor, Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar, you know, because of the upfront costs. Well, with SolarCity, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free and you only pay for the power you use and you use a lot less power because the the sun's making it for you. So Solar City pays for the system, they insure the system and they maintain the system. All you have to do is just enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number 1 clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out about this? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to give you a phone number, so you have your pen and pencil, 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937, and if you tell them I sent you, that Music Friday sent you, that Patrick sent you, either one, they'll give you a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937. Well, in my review of Mary Schultz's live concert last year in Hollywood, I wrote that she took the stage and sang with no artifice, no nervousness, no hesitation, that she was totally in her element on stage, singing lyrics that can make you and each person in the audience, whether friend or soon-to-be friend, relax into what feels like a personal relationship. She can do that in the recording studio, too. Her album, The Girl You Thought You Knew, brings the same intimacy, the same angelic voice to your headphones and your speakers. She's a hardworking artist. She just returned from a European tour and is getting ready to set off across the country on a grueling set of concert dates that will take her from Philly to California. And thankfully, she's giving us a preview today of her music on Music Friday Live. Mary, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Thank you so
0: much for having me, Patrick. It's great to be back.
1: Well, first of all, let me apologize for not being able to play any music. Our engineers are are throwing wrenches at servers and and doing whatever they can, but so far we haven't solved the problem. So that gives us more time to talk, however.
0: All right. Well, that sounds
1: good to me. Uh, Well, Mary, one of the hallmarks, your hallmarks, is that you tour. You sing live a lot, And, and touring is a lot of work. It can be exhausting. Do you get some special energy out of it, out of the live performances?
0: Absolutely. Um, Touring definitely is exhausting, um, but there is something very special about live performance and connecting with people and um, getting a chance to share a story and, uh, you know, and just the energy from the audience and and all that good stuff. So there is definitely an energy that comes from being on the road, which I love. I love to be traveling and playing shows and meeting people. But it definitely does catch up with me sometimes. I just need a a good, solid nap. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, you've had a little time off. I guess you ended uh, your last tour in January. Is that right?
0: No. um, The Europe tour ended uh, at the very end of April. So I was overseas in March. Yeah, March and April I was overseas. Um, And so I've had a a few weeks off now in which I came back to Philadelphia where my family is and got to spend some extra time with them, which has been lovely. And then um, the summer tour... Stretches, as you were saying, from from east to west, back towards
1: California. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, uh, I noticed that in your uh, European tour, you you included some stops that uh, are some of my favorites, uh, including you were at the Zodiac sessions in Ireland. Now, oh, I was. How did yeah, it
0: was girl... fantastic.
1: Well, I since my daughter went to college in Dublin, and we spent a lot of time in Dublin. Uh, I I know that whole area, and and uh, I know the bar you were at. How did a girl with a guitar from Philly end up in a historic bar just off Grafton Street in Dublin?
0: (laughs) Well, let's see. Um, I found out about that particular one because a a friend of mine in California had friends in Dublin who were musicians, and they uh, recommended it and said that it was just a wonderful place to play and a great night of music and a great night of songwriters, You know, a great night of Irish songwriters, and it really was. It was fantastic. It was my... Um I had been in Ireland for a, me, for a little bit before that and I uh, had played a couple of other shows but that one was my first uh show in in Dublin and um it was just really great the musicians there were were wonderful and welcoming and really lovely and the audience was really there to you know listen to the songwriters and so it was a really cool night.
1: Well Dublin of course is a music city and in general uh at least what I've I've been told by uh, the many musicians I know who tour in Europe that uh, Europeans have a tendency to appreciate American artists, sometimes more than Americans appreciate American artists, and that's particularly (laughs) true in Dublin. Did you get your picture taken with the statue outside?
0: Um, I took a picture of the statue outside, although I don't think that there's one with me in it, but um, but I do have a photo of it, yes.
1: Okay, all right.
0: People in, in Dublin and in Europe in general are very open and welcoming as as, you know where music is concerned they really were great and um, I think there's something there's an element to it um, of having somebody from another country you know just as much as when we get someone over here that's from Ireland or from you know somewhere somewhere far away it's kind of a, a neat little novelty um, so people are excited about it so that was that was a
1: fun thing too. well given the power of your voice and your songwriting I expect the upcoming tour to here in the US to be very hospitable uh, and actually how could it not be when you do songs like Bridges We Burn which I wanted to play a piece of but I can't uh, so <laughs> let me ask <laughs> so why don't you tell people where they can go to get a copy so they can listen to it because they can't play it
3: of course
0: so you can go right to my website, which is maryscholz.com, M-A-R-Y-S-C-H-O-L-Z, and you can um, you can buy a hard copy of the album there, or there's also a link there that you can uh, download it on iTunes. Uh, there's a music video for Breeders We Burn" and for a few other songs as well that you can uh, that you can see there. So the website's a good spot to go because you can get all the links to. I know we've got a lot of you know. Big social media users, and I'm all over the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So all those links are on my website on the homepage. So MarySholes.com. That's the best way to best way to go.
1: Well, I I exhort everyone listening to to get a copy because it's a song that that gives me shivers. I mean, literally, it is so deep. And you know, Mary, I know you've been a lot of places in your travels, and some of them not always great places. Was that song inspired by some of those places and some of the events of of your crisscrossing the country and the world?
0: Uh, Bridges We Burn. You mean, you know, I actually I wrote it when I came I came back to Philadelphia um, for Christmas holidays. I think in a few it was a few years ago uh, after I had moved to California and and so that it kind of the beginning of the song you know can i leave can i let it all go and i just walk away from the life that we built into all i don't know you know and that had a lot to do with uh, a particular relationship but it also had to do with leaving philadelphia and leaving where i grew up leaving what i had always known to be home and to go off into the land of the unknown and, and create a new life for myself um, well, of, course, so, and that, of, kind of that kind of yeah that can kind of also translate as well when I'm traveling and touring, because I have the opportunity to go to a lot of new places that I've never you know I get to revisit places which I love to do, and then I get to see uh new cities and new towns as well and that's all that's all part of it you know just it's leaving what's comfortable getting out of your comfort zone to go and and seek out whatever it is that you should be seeking out.
1: We are talking with Mary Schultz about her album the, "The Girl You Thought You Knew" and her upcoming tour. And you can talk with her. You can call us here at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. And the emails are coming in. We have one here from uh, Pun- and pardon me if I mispronounce your name here. This is uh, Pantaba in New York City, and Pantaba wants to know: Have you ever toured Asia? And his second question, what was your favorite city in Europe?
0: Okay. Hi, thanks for writing in. Um I have not toured Asia yet. I would love to. Um and my favorite city in Europe was Paris. I loved Paris. I, I had a really wonderful time everywhere that I went. Um it was it was a wonderful experience, but I think that Paris was my favorite.
1: Well, a lot of people would agree with you on, on that one. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, Luis in Los Angeles who wants to know. He well, he, I'll just read the email here. He says, "I haven't heard you music, but I will download it after the show. But tell me, do you also have a band or do you only sing by yourself?".
0: Well, it depends, honestly. So the record is full band, and depending on what city I'm in is whether or not I'm performing solo or performing with other musicians. Um, I travel solo, and uh, generally speaking, that's how my shows are. If I am in, like, I will be playing in Philadelphia tomorrow night, and I have a bunch of musicians who are joining me on stage, um, and I have played a few shows in LA with a full band, and it just kind of depends on where I am in the country whether I have some musician friends all over, and they often perform with me, which is awesome. So, so it's uh, the answer is uh, yes and no, <laughs> <It does.
1: laughs> okay. which is frequently the answer in music. Well, we we have a uh, kind of a personal question here from Salazar, but it's not too personal, so I'll I'll give it to you. Salazar okay. in Los Angeles wants wants to know if you had a special friend with you when you were in Paris. And then he says, in parentheses, the city of love.
0: Ah, that's a good question. Uh, I was by myself, and I, you know, I find that you are your best traveling partner. I had a great time. Um, So, you know, I think there's a lot to be said about enjoying situations like that uh, yourself. And it's funny because, really, Paris, of love, and how people always talk about how romantic it is, et cetera, and I had never been before, and it truly, it truly is, and you really don't need to be with anybody else to experience that. There's just something in the air, and just the vibe about the city and the architecture and the history of it, It just, it's a very, it's, just, it's a very beautiful feeling, um, so that's how I experienced it.
1: Oh, well, well, I can tell you from personal experience that having a special person with you also is quite nice in Paris. And oh, I I'm, hope sure you have that ex- I'm sure it is. I hope you have that ex- experience uh, sometime. Uh, you know, traveling and touring constantly can, uh, can, can kind of give you a sense of rootlessness, of, of impermanence, of, of right. having no past, and you're only worrying about the next stop. At some point, it can make you ask questions that you, you ask in the question in that song, where is my life? So how do you guard against that? How how do you establish your roots and still spend so much time on the road?
0: That's a great question. You know, I am very particular about my relationships, both with family and friends, and about keeping those strong no matter where I am. Um, I always say, you know, to my friends if I'm traveling, do not hesitate to reach out, call, text like you would if I was, if I was, you know, living down the street from, from you because I'm not on vacation, you know, it's not like a, a week in Mexico and I want to unplug from the world. I'm just working. And so it's very important to me to stay connected with those people. So I have my family and my friends in Philadelphia where I grew up, and I have my um, the home that, I create, that I've made, you know, in, in Los Angeles that's so very important to me and the people there are like family to me. And so, um, so I'm very... Particular about making sure that I keep all those relationships as uh, as normal as as possible, even though I'm not around to stop by or go to the movies or or and whatnot. It's very important for me, you know, to have that, so that I don't feel listless or or like I don't belong somewhere because that does creep up on you. It's a, it's a strange it's a strange feeling, kind of like well well I'm here and I'm there and that's great and that's exciting, but sometimes you just want to feel like you're where you. Long and and if, if where you belong is to be moving around a bit. It does get a little bit strange, though. So that's how I that's how I best handle that is just to make sure that my you know keeping in contact with people is as regular and u- and usual as possible.
1: Well, we have a an, an email. Uh, we have several. We're getting a lot of emails. Uh, you may have just answered this one. This is from Michelle in Seattle, and she wants to know. Where is, is your home, really? Is it in L.A. or Philly? Where, where does your heart live?
0: Oh, that's such a tough question. And also, I would like to say hi to hide Seattle because I love Seattle. It's one of my favorite places to stop. Um, but my home, I mean, I feel like home has two different meanings to me now. Home, of course, is in Philly with my family, but my home where I feel like I belong and where my, you know, the heart of my life is, is in Los Angeles, um, but my heart's still in Philly with my family and friends. So, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a split thing, but but I call Los Angeles home now.
1: Well, why don't we just assume that you have a really big transcontinental heart? How's that?
0: I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I just feel no, like I'm no. betraying
0: Philadelphia when I refer to Los Angeles as going home, but that's just the way it is now.
1: Yep, that's the way it is now. Uh, and you know, when you put twenty thousand miles on your Mazda every year, you uh, you have a lot of time on long, yeah. lonely roads to think <laughs> about songs, it, which which leads to an interesting question: Do do ideas for songs ever come to you while you're you know you're driving down Highway Fifty and you haven't seen a car for three hours?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um the voice record on my phone is really great for that. <laughs> it's full it's full of little little snippets and like mumbles of kind of melodies and a couple of words here and there and you know, whatever I can I have to I have to record it in some way, you know, if I'm if I'm at a rest stop somewhere or having lunch I can write it down and if I'm driving I just grab my phone and record it because if I if I don't do it right then I will certainly lose it. But yeah, of course things pop up all the time. Not everything gets used.
1: But- well, you- but well, you should you should save all those files because after after you become world famous you know they'll be valuable Oh
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now there's a song um in, in the album that is kind of a, a hypodermic into, into into your heart uh the title the concept the lyrics um it's someone else's wife um, Ah. it gives uh-huh, it it gives me goosebumps to hear it does 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 playing that song give you goosebumps
0: Um, it's, yeah, it depends. It took me a while to feel comfortable playing it live. Um, it made me kind of nervous to do because I wasn't really sure how people were going to respond to it, but it's, um, you know, it's just something that I feel like should be talked about or, or thought about even, you know, not necessarily a full discussion, whatever. I just Sometimes yeah it does um I really love how that song turned out on the record it's one of my favorite ones on there. So when I can when I do have a full band um I really enjoy I really enjoy being able to do that um as it is on the record but yeah. I guess my answer to that question is yes.
1: Can, can you or have you ever done that song just with you and a piano or you and a guitar?
0: Yeah, I do it all the time just me and the guitar. Um, yeah, I
1: do. Yeah. And then I, I love it. I like to perform that one very much. Um, it's, and, and I, you know, I know I'm sure there's a backstory there, but, um, you, you put so much power into it that, uh, to me, it's the song that, uh, I, I love it musically so much. I want to play it over and over again, but it's, it's so not quite painful, but, um, deep and emotional that it's hard to play it over and over again. It's, it's you you really pull something off there. That's unusual. Right? Thank you. Um, awesome. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it.
1: And I should also point out that the concept in that song actually works with the whole concept of the bridges we burn. Not I mean not being some not being someone else's wife or husband at some point uh, is a bridge burned. Um, were you mm-hmm. thinking of that when you wrote the album of all the the bridges you burned in your life?
0: Yeah, you know, um, a lot of the the whole album itself is is definitely a journey. It's like we've got fifteen songs on it, and it's put together in a particular way to, to, to take you through that journey. And um, and so a lot of the songs have kind of kind of reflections of other songs within them, which is not necessarily how I when I was writing the songs initially how I intended it, but kind of what I was able to draw draw out when I went into the studio and was paying particular attention about which songs were going to actually go on the album. Um, but it, it was all coming from a, same, a similar period of my life. And so it's, a large chunk of the album is dealing with yourself and dealing with the things that you experience and how you truly feel about them and then decisions that you have to make. Um, Bridges We Burn is all about decisions. It's just about, you know, you got to make some choices, and that means that things are going to get lost. You can't, you know. I always really try. I love to be able to do everything and, and keep everyone in my life, and and make it to every event and do all those things, and you you truly was impossible. So at some point you make decisions, and you end up bridging like burning bridges, and um, someone else's life covers that as well. And it's just being at a point in your life that you do not anticipate being at, and having to kind of. Take a step back and take a look at it and see what's going on and make some choices. It's hard, yeah. and we judge ourselves on on these like initial instincts that are important to pay attention to because you really have to be following where it is that you know it sounds those so cliche follow your heart, but you really do have to be following where your heart and your mind is leading you because it's leading you the direction you're supposed to be going in, and
1: sometimes they can go in different directions too. We're talking oh, yeah. with uh, Mary Schultz about her album the, "The Girl You Thought You Knew" and her upcoming tour. And you can talk with her. And we're getting lots of emails in. Uh, the email address is musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Okay, we've been talking about the tour. You're going to start another tour, I think, tomorrow morning. As a matter of fact,
0: yes. And you're going to be at
1: the the Pixel Projects "Get Noisy About Violence Against Women" concert. So, tell us about that concert. So
0: that's actually an online web webcast for anyone to tune into, and the link to that uh, is on my website. And it's going all day. Um, The PICCLE project is raising awareness of, you know, we're trying to end violence against women, and they're working in conjunction with the... um, Oh, I know I'm going to get this wrong now because because I shouldn't get it wrong. Um, The National (laughs) Coalition Against Domestic Violence, I believe... I apologize. Okay. If
2: that's
0: incorrect. But so the the whole thing is just to raise awareness and start a conversation about violence, um, be it emotional or physical, and how we can put an end to that and work together towards, you know, uh, bettering everyone's situation. So there are 23 artists, I believe, that are performing. I am performing at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's just it'll be a a short performance i think i'm it's like 15 15 minutes and then a 15 minute chat and interview and and i'll be chatting with the people who are tuned in and then i'll move on to another artist in in another location so these artists are all over the world which is really neat so i'll be starting off my day with that and then i play tomorrow night in philly uh, at the tin angel at eight o'clock so that's the the beginning the kickstart of the tour
1: so, so people can actually log on and see you in Philly and see other artists in other cities. Is that that the way this works? Okay, that that's going to be fun. And you're on at uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Which of course is late enough for most people to actually have gotten out of bed in the West Coast. So, <laughs> well, I don't
0: know. It's uh,
1: Saturday. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> 1 o'clock, uh, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, uh, I think I'd probably do it. Uh, and the project again is the Pixel Project, and the hashtag is Get Noisy About Violence Against Women. So find that, log on, and uh, tune in at uh, 2 o'clock our time here in the West Coast. Uh, I shouldn't say our time, actually, but uh, Pacific.
0: Actually, Pacific that, time. that would be. uh. That would be that would be 8 a.m. for you. Because we're three hours. Oh, you're ahead.
1: right. Eight, you're right. I'm going the wrong way. 8 a.m. Yeah. So yeah. it is. It a. M. is too early. Yeah. 8 a.m. Specific time. <laughs> so record it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So, so yeah. Re- no record it. There you go. Uh, and you'll probably record it too. Are you gonna? Uh, will there be video shot?
0: Uh, you know, I'm not really sure how it how it works. It's all through Google Hangouts. It's going to be really interesting um, to see how it yeah. all comes together. So, I'm not sure I'll be taking some video from the show in philly uh, and I'll be posting that I'm sure too so so, there will be plenty of video from things <laughs> somewhere so, and- which you can all find on my website com
1: <laughs> that's right, and that night you're gonna you're gonna be in Philly at the Ten Angels, so you're doing two gigs in one day. I'm very impressed uh you're hardworking lady. Uh, We've got a number of emails here who who want to know uh, why you decided to get involved in this project. Is there something in your background that uh, makes you especially uh, concerned about violence against women?
0: You know what? It's, It's an interesting thing. Traveling as much as I do, I get to experience different people in different places and things that, you know, People act differently, depending on where you are. Um, And I think that violence against women, it's a very broad subject, in my opinion. You know, there's a lot of different versions of violence, and it comes in, it affects you in in many different ways. And a lot of the time, it's, you know, uh, there's physical violence there, as I was saying, there's emotional violence. Um, Sexual harassment is a huge issue, and women face that every day, every day. No matter where you are it's it's a it's a really unfortunate reality for people and um and then and then you know you get to thinking about like if this is awful, I can't imagine what it's like when it's being physically directed at you et cetera so um so yeah that's the whole the whole thing comes from various versions of experience uh myself and versions of experience that I have heard from other women and um, and other things that I am grateful that I have never had to deal with as well, so so that's kind of why I'm not sure really if it, if that properly explain, explains it, but um, yeah, there are versions of so. it that I have encountered that that you know is part of why it makes me interested in um in talking about it and getting getting people aware because really you know it's that whole thing you can't. Fix something without everyone working together, and if people don't want to talk about it because it's not a pleasant subject, then it never gets discussed, and then it gets swept away, and the issue remains. So, so, we're doing it in a very, you know, kind of comfortable setting, and we're just chatting, it, you know, singing songs about life, and and we're talking from our individual homes or wherever we are about 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 it and why it's important and what we can do to to band together and help.
1: Well, I'm glad you are taking it on, and I do understand that it is something that uh, our society and many, many other societies do have to deal with, and and congratulations on taking it on, and I'm sorry that uh, your travels uh, have um, put you in a place where you think it's necessary for you to, uh, to take it on uh um, we've, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and uh, usually at this point I would play one more song, and I wanted to, to play Run, Baby, Run um, and point out how interesting it is. You have so many songs about leaving, but uh, we'll, we'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're on the show, we'll talk about that one. But uh, in the meantime... Okay. Uh, we have we have a lot of people who ask you to repeat your website and where they can get your music. So why don't you do that?
0: Oh, of course, it's uh, marysholes.com. So that's M A R Y S C H O L Z, marysholes.com. And uh, on on there you can find the Mary Scholz store where you can order a copy of the CD there. Or uh, there's also a link to download it on iTunes if it's your preferred preferred music shopping site. And, um, yeah, all that good stuff. And please do find me on, on Facebook and or Instagram and Twitter and say hello and let me know that you are listening to the program. I love finding out. I love saying hello to everyone who's listening, and I love finding out how they came across, you know, what I'm doing in my music. It's it's, it's a great thing for me to get to, to get to hear.
1: And a bonus is that uh, people log on to your website. Uh, they can see your tour schedule, and uh, if you're going to be in their city, come see you.
0: Yes, please do. Please come out and, and say
1: hello. And do you also do you also have a uh, a way in which people can sign up for uh, email uh, notifications of when you're going to be in their city?
0: Yes, uh, on my website there's a contact page. Just click on contact and just fill out the contact form there. Um, there's directions. You know, if it, if you want to sign up for the mailing list, just hit. You just include your email address and you just put in mailing list.
1: Um okay. And include
0: your and include your zip code so that I know where you are, and we can, you know, okay, send do a proper. Email. Well, I've just
1: I've, I've just been given the uh, the the sixty second uh, warning, and since we have a little bit more business to do, I'm going to have to say thank you so much for taking this time for for being with us, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the world on this tour. I'm going to look forward to seeing you myself live when you finally get to Southern California, and in the yeah. meantime, just keep on traveling. <laughs>
0: Thank
1: you so much, Patrick. It was great to chat with
0: you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
1: You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feed, you'll get a real-time update on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on Music Friday Live. Uh, dot com. Let us know who uh, you suggest uh, be on the show, and we'll, we'll we'll take a look at it, okay? Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Our engineer is now going crazy, but we'll let that go. Uh, hopefully we'll have music back next week. Download a, a podcast of this show at blocktalkradio. dot com. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be my buddy Eric Zane and Alec Bob, the crazy crazy Carl's. Have a great musical weekend. Bye.